is nothing wrong with your radio. Do not attempt to change the station. We are controlling transmission. If we wish to make it louder, we will bring up the volume. If we wish to make it softer, we will bring it to a whisper. For the next hour, sit quietly and we shall control all that you hear. You are about to participate in a great adventure. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the outer limits. And now, it's time for the radio show that covers just about every topic. Because variety is the spice of life. From the arcane and unusual to current events and practical tips. Because if it's interesting, they'll be talking about it. And now, here's Bill and Allison Mancaro. Good morning, Hill Country. Good morning. <laughs> thank you, Harley, and thank you, Bob. Absolutely, absolutely. 908 on a Saturday morning, and we are Bill and Allison, and we are sometimes wrong. But we're always right. Always right. Right. <laughs> we're always right. We are. Verse of the day, Ephesians 6.12. For do we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness, in heavenly places. That says a lot. Says a lot. If you haven't read Frank Peretti's book, This Present Darkness, or any of his other books, you should. Frank Peretti, This Present Darkness, is the first one. And he makes it very clear what that verse means, that we uh, we are wrestling against uh, not uh, ordinary human beings in many cases. Right. Uh, Demon-possessed, demon-influenced people. We have a message from the founders of the Gold Star Camp for Kids at Echo Hill. Here's an excerpt from Hummingbird Man by Kinky Friedman in his own words. Childhood at best, my father said, is a fleeting golden moment in the race of time. My mother and father, or Aunt Min and Uncle Tom, as the children often call them, spent 60 years helping to create those moments at Echo Hill Ranch. Now on cold, bright mornings, I stand in front of the old lodge, squinting into the brittle hill country sunlight, hoping, I suppose, for an impossible glimpse of a hummingbird or of my mother and father. They've all migrated far away, and the conventional wisdom is that only the hummingbirds are ever coming back. Yet I still see my mother hanging up that first feeder. The juniper tree blew down in a storm two years ago, but the hummers still found other places to nest. One of them is in my heart. And I still see my dad sitting under the juniper tree only the tree doesn't seem dead, and neither does he. It takes a big man to sit there with a little hummingbird book, taking the time to talk to a group of small boys. 
he's telling them that there are more than 300 species of hummingbirds. They are the smallest of the birds and also the fastest. They're also, he tells them, the only birds that can fly backward. The little boys seem very excited about the notion of flying backwards. They'd like to try that themselves, they say. So would I. Thus it was that my sister Marcy and I decided to bring the old camp back and introduce boys and girls from Gold Star families to the magic of Echo Hill. As you know, that was uh, our own Kinky Friedman talking about uh, Echo Hill, the camp for Gold Star kids. And uh, it starts, the first session starts June 15th. And you can support it. Uh, go to echohill.org. That's echohill.org. Mm-hmm. They, they do need private support. All of the staff are volunteers, uh, and they pay the transportation for the kids. So the families aren't out a dime and for the kids to have a fantastic experience. Uh, so they need, they need financial support, whether it's, you know, five, ten dollars, fifty dollars, uh, it'll, uh, it'll be, or a hundred thousand, or a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> it'll, it'll be a, a wonderful thing for you. And, uh, and it's, you, it's a 501c3 charity. Oh, good point. You so can, so you it is tax deductible. tax deductible. And, uh, this for most of the kids, this is their first opportunity to ever meet another child in that same situation. They lost a parent, uh, in, uh, in service uh, as a uh, in the military or in, as a first responder and uh it's just uh in many ways a life-changing experience for these kids so we want you to support echo hill echohill.org okay allison mentioned uh, roe versus wade and i won't make that silly little joke again uh, <laughs> thank you <laughs> what people don't know you know it's it's in the news because of the leak in the supreme court uh i'm not talking about a plumbing problem i they had uh, uh, leaked a, uh, an opinion, uh, which hasn't been published yet, so it's not official. Uh, but, of course, I'm sure you've heard about it, that uh, the, the uh, court uh, wrote a private opinion that's never supposed to be. I was going to say, that, that, was, that leak was a very, very big it's deal. It's never happened in the Supreme yeah. Court before. Yeah, uh, a big that, deal. So, what, even if the Supreme Court uh outlaws uh, roe versus wade that's, that's not the word for it but you know overturns roe versus wade overturns <laughs> uh that will not outlaw abortion right. all these people are screaming oh my god we're gonna outlaw abortion i, I even read their their uh some nutcases or uh, okay what's her name um that karen senator from uh um elizabeth warren oh, okay uh senator karen she <laughs> she's she's saying well next they're going to outlaw uh interracial marriage which a lot of people what might not know, but that used to be illegal. Well, it used to be. It's a clown she is. But uh, she, oh, she also said the reason that prices are high is because all the grocery stores and the gas stations are gouging us. All of a sudden, they all got together and gouged. I mean, she's oh, a I hadn't complete, heard that. She's I hadn't, a complete idiot. I hadn't heard that, but, but what Biden's people are saying is it because people are buying so much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. His economy is so great. You yeah. know? Everybody's making so much money that they're buying stuff. Yeah, uh, but But my point is... If the Supreme Court overturns Roe versus Wade, that is not going to outlaw abortion. What's going to do is put it back to where it was from the beginning. It's up to the states to determine. Some states, like California, said we're going to be 
you know, we're going to have uh, no laws against abortion. Uh, other states will, will be different, but it's be up to the states. So at worst, uh, somebody's going to have to, uh, you know, get on a bus or something to, to get an abortion. Uh, but it's ridiculous. Well, okay, you'll notice how liberals are screaming, my body, my choice. Sure. Um, what about, let's see, wasn't it five minutes ago that we were being forced to get vaccines that we didn't want? There are people who have been fired from their jobs. Um, but not, well, our body, or my body, my choice doesn't doesn't count when you when it's not politically expedient for you to be saying that. Well, apparently not. And I, I saw a, a woman last night who was, um, who has been thrown out of, um, I believe it's law school. Because she refuses to get a vaccine. Now, if she wanted to get an abortion, that'd be totally different. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Yeah, I mean, so, again, my point is getting rid of Roe versus Wade will not outlaw abortion. Any mother who wants to butcher her unborn unborn child will still be allowed to. As I say, she might have to get on a bus, but the murder option will always be there. And most left-wing women live in states that will still allow them to kill their baby. <laughs> that's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, a good point. exactly. And, and, and they're, they're talking like abortion is the only way to um, prevent having a baby. Well, <laughs> duh, how about use con- yeah. contraception, people? Exactly, exactly. Well, did you know that uh, President uh, Brandon op- <laughs> opposed uh, Roe versus Wade when it, when it was first uh, approved by the Supreme Court? He was against Roe versus Wade. Uh, he said in an uh, uh, article in Washingtonian Magazine, uh, which we used to read when we lived there, he said, I don't think that a woman has the sole right to say what should happen to her body. This is Joe Biden now. Wow. I don't like the Supreme Court decision on abortion. I think it went too far. And then he doubled down years later in 1982 when he voted to approve a constitutional amendment that would have allowed abortion to become a state issue instead of a federal one. Wow. Yeah. Uh, of course, now he's totally flip-flopped. He supports Roe versus Wade. Uh, so his, his, this is interesting. His 180-degree change is a result of how radical the Democrat Party has become, Allison. Exactly. You know, in the last 20 years, think about it. I mean, Democrats used to be what we would call conservative today. If, if uh, John F. Kennedy was running today, they'd say he's a right-winger, and he's a screaming right-winger. Um, but in the last 20 years, the Democrat Party has been championing, championing critical race theory. Just think about this. Glorifying abortion, uh, soft on crime, uh, claiming transgenderism is a protected class. See, it used to be a workers' party. It was geared toward the American family. Now it's a, it's a complete ideological mess. It's a cult is what it is. Uh, you know... And as far as, uh, okay, uh, I know that, for example, uh, again, talking about abortion, uh, there's a poll out, let's see, you know, poll out, let me find it here, 54% of the people polled think that abortion should be illegal. 54% of the American people in this poll said abortion should be illegal. That is interesting because that reflects a pro-life trend that's been growing for a lot of years. Uh, but it's the first time illegal has been above 50% on this particular poll. Um, in 1998, Gallup, famous pollster, asked, do you think abortion should be legal under any circumstances, only under certain circumstances, or illegal in all circumstances? And back in 98, 15% said abortion should be illegal in all circumstances. 
Ten years later, that percentage was 18%, and since then it has moved higher to nearly 20%. Last June, Gallup found that 52% of Americans take a pro-life position on abortion. So it's a majority now. It's a majority now. Uh, Dr. Ron Paul, former congressman, former presidential candidate, uh, said... It's, quote, it's no coincidence that Roe versus Wade came at a time when respect for natural rights of life, liberty, and property was on the decline, and Roe contributed to the decline. The way to reverse these developments is to restore respect for the inalienable right to life, liberty, and property of all human beings, both born and unborn. Again, Ron Paul said, the cause of life is inseparable from the cause of liberty. Now, it's taken 50 years, but the trend and the momentum toward pro-life is unmistakable. And there, you know, there's, there is some good news. The uh, Director General of the World Health Organization, we know what a criminal conspiracy that is, yeah. <laughs> uh, he said, he he's, calls himself a Christian, believe it or not, but he says, abortion, <laughs> I can't even read this without laughing. What an idiot. Abortion saves lives. It's a qu- direct quote from the from the WHO World uh, Health Organization guy. Abortion saves lives. No, I you know it's it's unbelievable what these people will say. Uh, well, because and they keep referring to oh, if Roe v. Roe v. Wade is struck down, uh, women are going to be doing their own abortions with coat hangers. Uh, no, they're not. No, they're not. They're they're all sorts of. I mean, okay, they might have done that back in the 40s, but uh, they aren't doing that today. It's crazy. You know, Nancy Pelosi, every time I, by the way, I see her on TV, I I think it's a commercial for Botox, Polydent, and Jack Daniels. (laughs) Anyway, Nancy Pelosi is triggered because more innocent babies with beating hearts won't be destroyed in Texas, you know, because Mm -hmm. of our heartbeat law, which we announced last week, by the way, is going to be permanent. Uh, the court threw out all the challenges to the heartbeat law. Uh, that, that's not going anywhere. So we got the heartbeat law. This is more good news. Uh, but how sick it is that you're triggered because innocent babies with beating hearts won't be murdered. I mean, how sick is that? You know, if there's one thing Joe Biden is passionate about, it's fighting to stop the beating hearts of innocent babies. Uh, I want you to listen to this audio clip and hear what happens. This is when you lose all sense of morality. This is not a joke. This is not, this is these aren't actors. This is actual people who who got on. Uh, I think it's from TikTok, uh, stating their opinions about uh, this question that was asked. And you hear the question, and these people are responding. These people are serious. Aborted babies being burned and then used for electricity. I hope they are. Do you know what? So I hope. So. I sure hope so. I don't know. I hope so. Oh, no. I just eat mine straight from the can. I don't think we should be asking, are they being burned and used for electricity? I think we should be asking, why aren't they being burned and used for electricity? Ooh, sustainable energy. I love the advocacy. We should try it if we have it. Yeah, this is what happens when your morality is gone. And, of course, uh, with the breakdown of the, of the family, uh, with the educational system, it's all contributing. This, and then what we have now is a generation of totally immoral people. And, uh, you know, obviously not every one of them is, but a 
whole bunch more than we used to have. So that's what happens when you lose all sense of morality. You think, yeah, I'm, you know, why not? You know, what? Why throw them, throw aborted babies away? Uh, well, let's let's burn them, <clears throat> burn them, and use them for electricity. You know, Ronald Reagan said, "I've noticed that everyone who's for abortion has already been born." <laughs> so today, it's the unborn child. Uh, in many cases, it's those who have terminal illnesses. Last week, we talked about the uh, Texas uh, uh, hospital law. The ten-day rule allows them to pull off uh, life-saving uh, um, measures even if the patient is conscious and, and wants the life-saving measures, even if the family wants the life-saving measures, uh, Texas hospitals, by law, can pull them off uh, after 10 days. Uh, so anyway, today it's the unborn child. In many cases, it's those who have terminal illnesses. Tomorrow it's going to be the elderly, because after all, they're a drag on society. Mm-hmm. They cost the society money. Right. And after that, of course, those who hold opinions the government doesn't like. Okay, and coming up after the break... You won't, you won't believe what a school in Connecticut had to apologize for this week. Great, boldest and grandest, withstanding every test. Oh, empire-wide and glorious, you stand supremely blessed. Texas, oh Texas, your freeborn single star sends out its radiance to nations near and far. Emblem of freedom, it sets our hearts aglow With thoughts of San Jacinto and glorious Alamo God bless you, Texas, and keep you brave and strong That you may grow in power and Welcome back. Yes. We're Bill and Allison, Hill Country Patriot, 104.3 FM, 102.1, and firstcoupleoftexasradio.com. And hillcountrypatriot.com. Hillcountrypatriot.com. <laughs> we have so many, so many places you can hear us. <laughs> well, okay, but before the break, I, I, I told you that you wouldn't believe what a Connecticut school had to um, po- apologize for this week. Um, as, as you probably know, tomorrow is Mother's Day, and a Connecticut school, an elementary school, sent a message to second grade parents. Uh, this week, announcing that they were no longer going to celebrate Mother's Day, but and mo- Mother's Day and Father's Day, but important grown-ups day. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so they they got they got so much criticism that um, they decided, they named them Mother's or other important person day and Father's or other important person day. Well, isn't that just like the left? Yeah. They have to rename everything. They have to com- they want to destroy our culture. So they Well, exactly. They do it by changing the meaning of words. We can't have Mother's Day, we can't have Father's Day. Uh, we we can't call we, we have to call people by different pronouns even though their gender is clear. Uh, we have to uh, change the name of Columbus Day. I mean, they they get into every nook and cranny of society and mm-hmm. try to change it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. they're at war with culture, with the with uh, they're at war with Christian culture. Is what it boils down to, because they're ultimately demonic. I'm not I'm not saying they're all demon possessed. Some of them are, uh, <laughs> but they're certainly demon influenced. Uh, they're they're at war with Christian culture, and it's been going on for a long time. And it, it uh, of course it always will uh, until until the Lord returns. 
Well, I mentioned, uh, by the way, it's 9.34 on a Saturday morning. I mentioned events going on in Fredericksburg because it's the 175th annual anniversary of the town's founding. Uh, and I mentioned a few events earlier in the show. I'm going on with them more. Noon to 1 p.m. today, it will be the Pioneers Dinner. That'll be for descendants of the original pioneers listed on the 1850 Fredericksburg census who are 75 years and older. Uh, there's no charge for the meal, but reservations uh, would be required. Uh, and uh, you can call 830-990-8441 to get more information on that. Uh, let's see what else we got. 3 to 5 p.m. today, the Comanche Exhibition Dancers will be in Market Plots in Fredericksburg as part of the celebration. And you can view the 1847 Musebach Comanche Peace Treaty, which is on loan from the Texas State Library uh, at the National Museum of the Pacific War. And I've only got two days to, to look at it, uh, today and tomorrow. Uh, the story of that is kind of interesting. John Musebach, big name in Fredericksburg, took charge of the affairs of the German immigrants who came to Fredericksburg. Under Musebach's leadership, and with the help of Indian agent Robert Neighbors, they made regular expeditions into Indian-controlled lands to survey the lands the society wanted to settle and to find and negotiate with the Penateca Comanche tribe. Uh, this is interesting. The United States played no role in the Musebach-Comanche Peace Treaty, except to later recognize it. It remains the only treaty made between the Plains Indians and settlers as private parties. Isn't that interesting? So that's the Musebach Comanche Peace Treaty on loan, and you can see it uh, from 9 to 5, today and tomorrow only, at the National Museum of the Pacific War. So that is something good to know. Mm -hmm. Allison, you mentioned uh, schools a few minutes ago. Uh, the governor of Oregon signed the Menstrual Dignity Act. See how they spin these things? Yeah. It requires all schools in Oregon, elementary, middle, and high school, to put menstrual products, period products, in all bathrooms, including boys' bathrooms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, the, according to the, I, look, I read the official Oregon State Government's Menstrual Dignity for Students Toolkit. Here's, here's a quote from it. This law affirms the right to menstrual dignity for transgender, intersex, non-binary, and two-spirit students. Now, I haven't heard that one before. But this is the official government publication of Oregon. Yeah. Menstruation is simply a biological process for people who ovulate. <laughs> yeah. People who that ovulate. Would be female people. <laughs> and they instruct teachers. This is, again, from the official government, uh, Oregon government state uh, manual. Teachers should use this language. Use menstruating students instead of girls. Again, more quotes. Use menstrual products instead of feminine hygiene. Explain, quote, someone with a uterus and ovaries may begin to menstruate instead of saying girls may begin. Use gender-inclusive students, folks, everyone, learners, or they, them, instead of boys and girls or he and, or she when referring to students. And again, this is instructions to teachers from the state government of Oregon. Use open words like most or typical or another instead of binary, opposite, normal, or other sex. For example, another gender instead of saying the opposite sex. Wow. This is how crazy these people are. Absolutely out of their friggin' minds. Yeah. 938 
on a Saturday morning with Bill and Allison, and we're happy to have you with us. Got a quick little item here on the new Ministry of Truth. Did you know that uh, we have a Ministry of Truth now? Scary, isn't it? Yeah. It's, a, it's officially called the Disinformation Governance Board by the uh, Department of Homeland Security. And uh, uh, it's uh, it's crazy, of course. It's uh, Newt Gingrich says it's a total violation of the American Constitution. Uh, it's a prime example of socialism at work. It's a censorship board. The First Amendment of the Constitution says you can't make any law that affects free speech. Uh, but it's censorship. Uh, we're supposed to trust left-wing appointees to be fair and neutral. Uh, you know, and the, the head of the Homeland Security, uh, Mayorkas, uh, says uh, uh, he, he wants censorship, but his real job is to protect the American people, but he's not doing that. His new job is to censor you and me, but he's not doing his job to secure the U.S. and Mexican border, is he? Good point. Very yeah. good point. Yeah. I, uh, you ever looked at a picture of Mallorca, <laughs> by the way? He has dead, dead eyes, and he reminded me uh-huh. of Herb Applewhite, who, uh, has, who has a Kerrville connection. Kerrville connection, yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, if you recall, the Heaven's Gate suicides in San Diego in 1997, 39 people committed suicide because they thought that there was a um, UFO flying saucer following the Hale-Bopp comet in the tail, and that if they committed suicide, they would be put aboard this flying saucer. And, and yeah. <laughs> and he was briefly in Kerrville. Yes, he was. Did he have his cult when he was here? Uh, I don't know. I think he stopped here and camped out for a while. I don't mm-hmm. know if he had his I think his cult was mostly in, in um, uh, San Diego. But if you look at a picture of Herb Applewhite, the reason, the reason I brought him up, and you look up uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, they look like father and son. I mean, they both look nuts, but uh, he could be Herb Applewhite's son. So mm-hmm. look him up, Herb Applewhite and Alejandro Mayorkas. Um, this, um, this. Uh, let's see, what, where am I going with this? <laughs> oh, President Brandon, that's it. President Brandon's new Ministry of Truth, uh, head of it. Her name is Nina Jankowitz. Uh, of course, she's, she's going to be fair and neutral. She was a big Hillary supporter. Uh, she says that online mockery of Kamala Harris is a threat to national security. Wow. Yeah. She says, social platforms and governments aren't doing enough. It's time to act. Our national security and democracy are at stake. We, have, we should have new laws to block mockery of, of, of the vice president or any women online. Uh, she said, look at, the, look at the criticism of Ka- Kamala Harris and AOC and... Uh, Ilhan, whatever she is, Omar, uh, who's the um, part of, they're all part of the uh, squad, uh, terrorist the squad, the yeah, the the jihad squad, uh, and uh, yeah, that that should be that should be outlawed. Says, uh, well, Alejandro Mayorkas, again, the sec- head of the uh, Department of Homeland Security, testified before a Senate committee the other day, and here is Congress, or excuse me, Senator Rand Paul pretty much laying him out completely. When we become involved in the Department of Homeland Security, we become involved when disinformation poses a threat to the security of our country. 
Do we have yeah, standards? But here's the to problem. Ensure, we can't even agree. We can't even agree what disinformation is. This is you well, can't even agree that it was disinformation, that the Russians fed information to the Steele dossier. If you can't agree to that, how are we ever going to come to an agreement on what is disinformation so you can police it on social media? I think you've got no idea what disinformation is, and I don't think the government's capable of it. Do you know who the greatest propagator of disinformation in the history of the world is? The U.S. government. Are you familiar with McNamara, the Pentagon Papers? Are you familiar with George W. Bush and the weapons of mass destruction? Are you familiar with Iran-Contra? I mean, think of all the debates and disputes we've had over the last 50 years in our country. We work them out by debating them. We don't work them out by the government being the arbiter. I, don't want, you, I want you to have nothing to do with speech. You think the American people are so stupid they need you to tell them what the truth is? You can't even admit what the truth is with the Steele dossier. I don't trust government to figure out what the truth is. Exactly. Government is largely disseminating disinformation. I have, I have a have greater respect for the American people That's than all, you do. I think the American people can figure out the truth. But the thing is, is if you are going to go around saying that you are the arbiter of information and of disinformation, I think you have no clue. And you don't that. have the perspective history knowing that disinformation, the largest progenitor of it, disinformation in our history has probably been the U.S. government. Yeah, that's Senator Rand Paul talking to the Homeland Security Secretary. Yeah. I think he just said it very, very well. You know, it's no coincidence, Allison, that the White House launched its Ministry of Truth immediately after Elon Musk bought Twitter and backed free speech. Yeah, how about that? No coincidence. How about that? Imagine they, if they worked that quickly on real issues like protecting our border. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, protecting they, they our were lies. Afraid, they were afraid that he was going to stop the uh, the censorship that, that they that they have. Of course, of course. Okay, well, just this week, uh, this Monday, the U.S. Supreme Court um, has ruled that um, a Christian group's uh, flag can be raised at a, um, where was it? It's some some city property. Um, but they apparently they have a program where all sorts of groups can raise their flags. And the only flag that was objected to um, by the people of Boston, Boston government, was the Christian flag. Of but, course. But the, but the U.S. Supreme Court overruled it. Well, good. That's yeah. good news. Yeah, and it was a program that was available to all sorts of groups. Yeah, but they went after the Christians because they're at war with Christians. Yeah, and and the Supreme Court said it did not represent government speech. Of course, it doesn't. And it's people talk about the you know the separation of church and state. How often do you hear that yeah. every day? Well, if you look in the Constitution, there's nothing about the separation of church and state. Okay. It says Congress shall not establish a law respecting the establishment of religion. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there can't be, an, and that comes from the problems in Europe, where the where the governments had official religions for the country, right? And the colonists were getting away from that. They said we don't want the government uh, telling us what religion we have to belong to. So they put in a um, in the Constitution, the the government shall not pass any laws respecting an establishment of religion but what the left has done is saying oh church and state that means that means the uh, we can't have bi- uh, bible or prayer in public schools uh, because church and state well that's completely wrong completely wrong headed right now 9:45 on a Saturday morning with Bill and Allison here's a amazing poll amazing poll uh the economist which is the uh, british very highly respected um 
um, publication in uh, uh, Britain, um, published this week. Uh, <clears throat> respondents were asked to rate the truth of several statements. And one of them was, quote, is it true or not that top Democrats are involved in elite child sex trafficking rings? Among Republican respondents, what would you guess, Allison? You don't know this story. No, I don't. How do you think Republicans responded to that statement? Is that true or not? Top Democrats are involved in elite child sex trafficking rings. Oh, sure. I'd, th- I'd, I'd say that's probably true. Yeah, well, we used to work on Capitol Hill. We spent, you know, I, we spent most of our careers uh, in Washington, uh, working in Congress. Uh, I can tell you things that I probably can not say on the radio that I that I know of, uh, and what what goes on in Congress. Uh, well, fifty two percent of Republicans says it's either definitely true or probably true that top Democrats are involved in elite child sex trafficking rings. Uh, among Democrat voters, thirteen percent said it's either definitely true or probably true. Among independents, thirty percent said it's either definitely or probably true. Uh, Another question was, regardless of who is officially in charge of the government and other organizations, is it true, you think, or false, there is a single group of people who secretly control events and rule the world together? 54% of Republicans said yes, that is true. Among Democrat voters, 18% said it's either definitely or probably true. Among independents, 40% said it's either definitely or probably true. I'm, I'm amazed at that. I'm really amazed at that, you know? Okay, uh, there's been a new poll taken that shows a solid majority of uh, Hispanic U.S. voters want to close the southern border. All right. Until the uh, epidemic <clears throat> of uh, migrants streaming into the United States come to an end wow no kidding mm-hmm. so what's exactly. the uh, what what's the percentage of hispanics it's about two-thirds two-thirds of hispanics mm-hmm. in america want the border well yeah if you came here legally yeah yeah because the, the people polled were probably legal <laughs> yeah and and they don't like the idea of these these illegals coming in and mm-hmm. and what they want to stop is the flow of sex trafficking and drugs which are come coming unchecked across our border into the into and, their neighborhoods and, and criminal cartels absolutely into everybody's neighborhoods mm-hmm. you know well here's some good news according to polling speaking of polls this is our poll poll segment <laughs> uh rasmussen reports which is an interesting poll because uh, rasmussen if i'm not mistaken let me see yeah rasmussen correctly called the national race for Biden in 2020. They correctly called. They were, I think, about the only pollsters who got it right. How, how far in advance? Um, the next day after the election. No, I don't know. <laughs> advance. It was probably pretty close to the election. You'd have to be pretty close to the election to get that. But uh, they were one of the few, if, if perhaps the only, to call the race uh, uh, for Biden correctly. Anyway, if there's, what the Rasmussen Report says, if there's a 2024 rematch between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, Biden will find himself slaughtered by a 14-point margin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, the question was, if the next U.S. presidential election were held today and President Joe Biden was running against former President Donald Trump, who would you be most likely to vote for? In answer to that question, only 36% chose Biden, while 50% said Trump, that's a 14% gap. 
Trump beats Biden among women, 48 to 36 percent. Trump beats Biden on by Hispanics by eight points, 44 to 36 percent. Trump gets 20 percent. This is the most significant because, you know, working in so many political campaigns, I, I know how significant this is. Trump grabs 20 percent of the black vote, which would be unprecedented in modern history. Because if at least 88% of blacks don't vote Democrat, the Democrat Party is doomed. They have to have at least 88% of blacks. And he's uh, polling, Biden is polling 56% among blacks. Uh, 61% of the public don't even even want uh, uh, President Brandon to run for a second term. Yeah, hello, is this the front desk? Yeah, I've got a really sticky situation here. You know, I'm up in the penthouse, and uh, I work for President Joe Biden. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really exciting. Well, sort of. Anyway, um, right now, he's so extremely upset. I mean, you know, he, he just found out about the border, what a, you know, with crisis, kind of like an invasion going in down there, or going on down there. And, you know, um, he's being told to say, you know, that we've got to raise taxes, and he, I don't think he really knows kind of where he's at about that. And, uh, and you know, I think he's really upset because, you know, he really knows that the Democrats cheated, you know, Trump out of the election. But anyway, he is so upset, he's threatening to throw himself out the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very serious. Yeah, so if you could get a hold of maintenance for me, because we can't get the window open. Resurrection. We'll be right back. This is Bill and Allison, hillcountrypatriot.com. Welcome back. We're Bill and Allison. HillCountryPatriot.com First couple of TexasRadio.com You can listen to us 24-7 We are back indeed Bill and Allison with you 9.55 on a Saturday morning We're wrapping up and I've got We've got so much more material to cover I don't know (laughs) You know what they say, time flies like an arrow flies like a banana. <laughs> Chew on that for a while. Uh, I want to take a few minutes to let you know what's going on. Again, in Fredericksburg, it's 175th anniversary Founders Day celebration. This is the last weekend of it. Uh, I've already gone through a number of events. Uh, tomorrow, Sunday, May 8th, in Market Plots at 11 a.m., it's the commemoration of the 175th anniversary of the Virenskirche, reading of the Peace Treaty, and wreath-laying at Musebach Bust in front of, uh, in, the, in the park there. So there's no admission fee to that. Come see the Mother's Day Barrel Racing at Mansfield Park uh, in Bandera. Seriously. Presented by Riding on Faith, which will be tomorrow. So Sunday, well, May, the mothers May. are going to be in the barrels. <laughs> that will be a <laughs> sight to how see. Does that, how does that work? Yeah. <laughs> the race starts at 1.30 p.m. Watch as the talented young youth show, show you how it's done. Roll your mother in a barrel. <laughs> Spectators get in free. Also in Bandera. Today, from 4 to 9 p.m. at the Bandera Brewery, help support the Frontier Times Museum. Uh, there will be live music, raffles, door prizes. Uh, again, 4 to 9 at the Bandera Brewery for a profit share event to help support the Frontier Times Museum. 
what else we got? Today is, uh, oh, it's today at 2 o'clock uh, at the Wyo Ranch Hotel in Kerrville. Uh, there'll be uh, Republican candidate for state senator Raul Reyes, Jr., and the land commissioner candidate Tim Wesley with a special guest, Lieutenant Colonel Alan West. And that's today at 2 o'clock at the Wyo Hotel. Uh, so make sure you're out there. And we are Bill and Allison. We're glad to have you with us, as always, right, Allison? Absolutely. Yeah. We're sometimes wrong. But we're always right. That's what we say. <laughs> uh, let's see. Celebrate Mother's Day in comfort early today. Uh, right behind the post office in the historic lumberyard, complimentary mimosas and muffins from 10 to noon. Ooh. And then one to four chocolate and wine pairings. Flower giveaways and door prizes. Again, that's behind the post office in comfort. Today is Mother's Day tea at the Dietert Center from 2 to 4 p.m. Come celebrate our mothers with a delightful afternoon tea with light refreshments. And happy Mother's Day tomorrow. Happy Mother's Day all tomorrow. You mothers and grandmothers out there. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all your ways, and He will direct your paths. You've been listening to the Bill and Allison Mincaro Show. Heard each Saturday, 9 to 10 a.m on the Hill Country Patriot. And let's have Waylon Jennings take us out. Some have said down through history if you last it's a mystery but I guess they don't know what they're talking about From the mountains down to the sea you become such a habit with me, America, America. Well, I come from down round Tennessee, but the people in California are nice to me, America. It don't matter where I may roam, tell you. That it's home, sweet home, America, America. And my brothers are all black and white, yellow too. And the red man is right to expect a little from you. Promise and then follow through, America.